Because they're too nice to, um, oh, and they're two of the same thanks. things. Oh, well. Oh, it's really heavy. Oh, because oh. there's two of them in oh. there. Oh, these are amazing. I'll explain why there's two. And I, I, it's too good to write in them, in case you wanted to. This do. is the best Christmas card I've ever been given, because it's like not got anything in it, so I can keep it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or reuse still, it. You could still keep them with messages inside. Actually, yeah. Can we have a nice message? Oh, you? thanks. Oh, did you make these? I did not. Um, oh, I see. There's, a, there's an artist. Andrew Swainson made them. Andrew Swainson, a, uh, an artist friend of mine, did them a few, well, I've met him a few times. Hi, Andrew. Uh, That's very <laughs> uh, He designed these a few years ago. Do you want to explain to, if, in case this goes on the podcast, what it is? Yeah, so he's given us two, um, like, Mark John Carpenter posters as Christmas cards, which are they're both just two, two variants of the same print, essentially. One has like some lovely folds on it. It's like uh, almost like Halloween, like the night he came ho ho home. <laughs> and the shadow of Santa is a Christmas tree with lovely sparkles as he comes through the door. Christmas lights. Really. It is. It's Christmas very good. lights on a it's Christmas very good, tree. Because uh, Andrew, uh, a few years before this, uh, released a Halloween. He desi- designs uh, film posters in a new. Way. Like revamped film revamped posters, yeah. film posters, and he did one uh, that looked exactly like that, but for Halloween. And the the shadow was a knife. I tell oh, you what, nice. I've just noticed as well all the names. Oh, oh I didn't at read the, the bottom, names. Uh, Donald Presents, oh, no. <laughs> Jamie Lee Wiseman, <laughs> Nancy Christmas, written by John Carpenter and Deborah Chill. <laughs> I feel it should have been Jamie Lee Christmas. That would have worked better. Very cool. He's awesome. Well done, that man. And well done, you. Thank you. Good. My pleasure. I know. Right. Should we start? Yeah. Let's go. Cool. Hello, and welcome to Not The Bees Horror Podcast, a show where a trio of terrors get together to talk about a trio of terrors. What that means is that we have a long list of subgenres within the world of horror. We each pick a movie, and we each subject everyone to it. And then discuss. I'm your host, Justin Crane, and as always, I'm joined by a couple of movie maniacs in the shape of Ruth McPhee. Hello. And Mark Boomer-Williams. How are you doing? Good. You? Yeah. All good. How Feeling w- festive? So-so. I went to see the winter <laughs> lights today. That was nice. Lovely. Yeah. Boomer, feeling festive? I, I collected uh, a Christmas tree yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I got <laughs> Stolen from next door's garden? No, I got it from Argos in Ely. Um, it's a black Christmas tree. Nice. Very good. And I've got a selection of uh, like wood made. We've never had our own Christmas decorations. We've like forever lived with hand-me-downs from like parents and stuff like that. The flammable so, type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the choking hazards. Well, instead of replacing them with the selection of like handmade Etsy wankery wood ones and stuff nice. like that. So, so Oh, if I'd known that, I'd have brought you a... 
I've, I've, I've gone mad for Christmas decorations. I love to buy them. Every year I buy so many and they won't all fit now. So I should have just, I could buy them for you instead. Oh, you should. Yeah, do We've that. Got, like um, sea creature ones and things. Fuck yeah, I want those. Bit shiny beetles. Shiny beetles? Yeah, lovely shiny beetles. Oh. So festive. <laughs> Although, to keeping in with the last, was it the last one we did? What did we do last? No, one before last, Vacation Horror. That was vacation last. Vacation was, uh, was, was last. So yeah. I've got a selection of like wood carved runes to hang from my Ooh. tree. So to go along Curse with. Uh, the demon. Yep. The ritual. The ritual you'll you'll feel one. as if a horned creature is about to stamp on your face i certainly hope so that's that's what the christmas is all about <laughs> cool i should add uh as we're recording this that we do record above a pub uh that we normally do and there is a gig happening downstairs at the time so if any of that bleeds into this that is actually what's happening it sounds a rowdy gig. it's a sold out one tonight it is sold out um all that Rock and roll music. Lots, of, lots of generic rock people out there. there. Sorry, sorry, everyone who's listening, you generic <laughs> rock people. Awesome. But that also means that we are above a pub, so we have drinks abound, and we're not professional enough to say sober. So. And I've got two because um, I insisted that we bought some Christmas drinks, and it turned out nobody wanted them. So <laughs> I've got one of them is delicious. That was your one. Uh, chocolate uh, sleigh puffed tiny rebel. And the one I ordered. Because I was going to be a big Billy Big Nuts and have two. <laughs> and it turns out it's fucking gross. Cherry. <laughs> Cherry. Um, so now I've got them. Yeah. Ruth likes it, so it's all good. So we are back for another year of Ho Ho Horror, our Christmas special. Last year we divulged in a lot of elderly penai. <laughs> God, I forgot about the penai. Um, some scissoring, uh, the unsexy kind. <laughs> Ruth but, loves the scissoring. And uh, the incredible divisive Anna and the Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the end, didn't we all agree it was shit? Well, or did, you, did, you, did you maintain that you still thought it was quite good? <laughs> it had its place <laughs> in this world. The fucking bin. <laughs> And there we go. But this year, we're back with a new trio of Yuletide yuckiness. So do listen on, see if our opinions will lead to a silent night, deadly night, or will they leave us slayed? That was my shit pun for for the festival. Festival podcast. I get the first bit. Yeah. Slayed? Oh, the the band. No. As in to be slayed. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like the band. With a Y. Will we be transformed into slaves? <laughs> Do your best uh, Brummie accent. <laughs> Chicken buddy, aren't I? <laughs> you could have made it for a turkey one for, for Christmas. Turkey buddy, aren't I? <clears throat> uh, there will be spoilers abound, so check out our socials to find out the movies we'll be diving into. However, most, in fact, all these ones are a few years old. Oh, actually... Uh, no, uh, yeah, a few years, a, few a, years. Cu- a couple of years, yeah. yeah at yeah. least. So if you haven't caught them yet uh, and you're listening to this, then you know that's on you. And um, spo- spoiler wise, have we discussed? Apparently, our, our view is if it's more than a week, then it's, spo- it's spoiler yeah. fair or yeah, something. There we yeah. go. I think that's still a bit too soon. By the time we'd recorded it and got it out, it wouldn't. It would rarely be a week. It would be could be a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I still think either way, we're going to warn. Look at the look at the Instagram. It'll tell you what they are. Uh, we had a history last year. Yeah, I'm not doing it again. No, I was going to say, didn't think you would. Uh, if you want a history of ho ho horror, then uh, check out last year's podcast. It's there. Yeah. So, Agreed. but anything anyone want to add? 
I can't even remember what you said, to be honest. I couldn't be asked to listen back to it. It was mostly about like the... Santa, like, evil Santa. Evil Santa's. We all know what Christmas is. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that <laughs> <laughs> a bit later on. <laughs> um, so, we have the Tri-Die three-sided dice. Ooh. Exciting, right? Um, as always, I am one, which normally means I'm picked last. Um, Ruth is... Two. And that leaves... You can, you can work it out for yeah. boom. So, uh, Ruth, I'm going to pass it on okay. to you again, and we'll see who goes first. It's a three. Okay, so over to boom. So last year I picked Rare Exports, a Finnish film about an evil Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I have actually made this connection until <laughs> last year. I went for Rare Exports. This year I have gone. I like. I'm a man of variety. So I have gone for an evil Santa film from the Netherlands. <laughs> a, a foreign Santa film. A foreign Santa, because everyone loves to read subtitles. <laughs> I know, so I'm sorry all my films are like that, but I'm also absolutely not sorry. At the same time, you're all grown-ups and you should be able to read. I didn't have to because I accidentally had a dubbed version. <laughs> yeah, Which, we, we watched this the other day yeah. and... and was a bad dub. I feel like oh well, let's maybe we'll we'll say more. So I had seen it previously, which is because it was my suggestion that we watched it the other day, and then so I've gone for 2010's Sint, uh, directed, written by, and <laughs> music by the excellent, greatest Netherlandish <laughs> <laughs> Dutch director of all time, Dick Maas. Dick Maas. Dick Mass is fucking great. Love Amazing. a bit of Dick. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Good. Um, he he is he is created such he has as as I think as your partner Chris said, Ruth. Mm. No one has given so much to a city as a director as Dick Mass has. <laughs> to Amsterdam. To no Amsterdam. One's, no one's given as much Dick. No one's <laughs> given as much dick. As dick has. No one has given as mass Dick. <laughs> Because, oh, like, you may know him from such legendary films as De Lift, <laughs> which is about an evil lift. It's better than it sounds. It's really good, actually. Mm. Starring a wonderful Hoob Staple. Ah? Uh? Yep. I don't know if Staple's the correct pronunciation. Uh, the <laughs> Stapula? Stapula. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just being. I don't know, I'm going to stop this now. But, um, yeah, also, um, uh, That Prey was very good. Mm, Amsterdam. Amsterdam is the number one. That's the best mass. Great. That is the greatest boat chase in cinematic history. It's genuinely thrilling. It's so long as well. It lasts like five minutes, but it's fucking great. <laughs> I did actually stop the uh, the movie when I was watching it the other day. Literally in the opening credits. To send you a text saying yeah. <laughs> there's a guy here called Dick Mass <laughs> and laughing. I, I, I found it more funny because it was a Christmas movie and Mass was more Christmas. Yes, no, oh, good I, that's a lie. It uh, was because his name was Dick. Well, it works either way. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I really like Dick Mass films that I've seen. I, they they they're good fun. An odd thing I find very good about his films is I find the dialogue quite realistic. Yeah. Which is, when you listen to the American dub, which Ruth is laughing here, the American <laughs> dub is shit. It's not good. So I don't recommend you watch that. Watch the, watch the original Dutch version of it. But 
Um, yeah, let's probably talk about the film. And cool. So I have a new category. Cool. Go for that it. That we have. Then uh, this is something I've realised that we sort of waffle on a little bit about <laughs> about the actual premise and stuff. So I'm cutting that short. Cool. What are we oh, doing? We're, we're going to elevate your pitch it. Go. But this is, I've got a button to press. It's going to come up and it's a very niche, um, I'll, I'll probably explain afterwards of why it's called this, but um, I'm going to press it now. The 13th floor. The 13th floor. Oh. So the 13th floor is, uh, to anyone old enough, uh, is an old uh, part of a story in a Scream comic back in the 80s, which was a ho- an AC horror comic for the British kids. Oh. And the 13th floor was an evil elevator, the lift, oh. uh, that would take people um, in an office building up, if they were bad, to the 13th floor, which would be the gateway to hell. There is a film called The 13th Floor. Is it unrelated? Is that, is that 13 to, Floors? I can't remember. I feel like it's got that... Um, is it Floors F-L-A-W-S? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the I, I can't remember it. enough about it. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I it's got that, that. I think that was part um, of that like, wave of 2000s like, horrors, wasn't it? I think it's a bit earlier. I feel like it's got like a oh. 90s green on the, oh. <laughs> on the, on the cover. Oh, I think I know what <laughs> like you're Like in a sort of green about. glow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Be, yeah. But anyway, I'm going to press it. So, elevator pitch for me. Tell me what about uh, Saint or Sint. <laughs> so, set in the Netherlands, based on the Sinterklaas myth. We've got a, um, a Christmas turned upon its head where it turns out that Sinterklaas or St. Nicholas is in fact a murderous bastard with a rabble of bastard the bastards around him. They're basically on December the 5th, which is the eve of Christmas in the Netherlands because they celebrate it on the 6th. So then um, he goes around, murders the fuck out of people and does this on every full moon on the 5th of December. Ting! <laughs> oh, welcome to... Very good. Very good. And uh, and we can move straight on to this now. <laughs> what, 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 what made you choose it? I quite like evil Santa films, clearly, because this is the second year in a row I've picked an evil Santa film. Um, I, just, I just kind of like the idea of turning... Thing, like turning traditions and mythologies on their head and making it just like an evil, darker version. Like how it's almost like the... You know, like when you see all the... Everyone knows things like The Little Mermaid and all the nice, like, fairy tales and stuff like that, but usually... So it's the opposite of this, where actually the original fairy tales are all absolutely fucking horrifying and nasty, but they make them all nice, whereas this is like the reverse version of that where you take like the nice thing of like the patron saint of children being all like good to all the kids and like santa and every 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 child loves santa and all that type of stuff but then you make him a murderous bastard with a like melty uh rotten face yes and a poster that looks like ghosts yeah. the band yeah he looks like true. papa for sure very is true. it, is very it true. papa emeritus emeritus probably one of those two one of them yeah so do, do you reckon that's where they got it from Ghost, as in the band, got yeah. it from Synth. Uh, possibly. The poster won a it did a film award or a, some type of award for best poster. What it year did. did this film come out? 2010. So there's questionable things in the movie which we're going to touch mm. upon. Another that thing may like, be in 2010. I think, <laughs> I think the Netherlands are to blame for that. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. Dick Mars himself. No, of course. Let's not blame Dick for mm. this. For once, Dick is not the problem. Speaking of Dick... <laughs> 
within the first five minutes, maybe ten minutes of this There are a movie, lot of dicks. There's a lot of dick waggling going on. And I was like, has Boomer picked another fucking foreign evil yeah. Santa film with dicks? <laughs> like, there's a lot of peen going on. Yes. <laughs> no, sorry, yeah. Quite simply, the, yes, I have. Uh, these dicks are uh, waggly dildo. Yeah, it's the Netherlands. Latex. There's fucking dildos everywhere. Like I've, we've all been to Amsterdam. I mean, as right? he says, what was it? It was the fourteenth one that day. Yeah, <laughs> it's just in school. Exactly. It you, was just if, in school. And also in, high school. They were the oldest. A high, high school, school of thirty-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. I have to say, uh, one of the things about this, um, one thing I've done, I started to do when I'm getting older is watching. When I watch films, I'm like, I, I just see foreshadowing now mm. in everything. I'm like, oh, that's going to come it's up. It's more like foreskin shadowing. <laughs> foreskin shadowing. <laughs> and um, I was, I was really disappointed that Santa didn't get beaten to death with a dildo at the end of it. It's Spoilers. A, yeah, it's a shame if they they should have they should have done that with a massive dick. <laughs> <laughs> with dick, dick massive. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah. So, I should, do you want me to give more of the premise of the film? Do we still do that? Yeah, you know, we can go back into that now. Okay. Yeah. So, the gist of the film is, like I said, Sinterklaas is a murderous bastard. Um, event it, it opens up in um, fourteen ninety two. Uh, there's like a revolt where him and his gang of bastards come around and like try and murder, like pillage a town. The townsfolk have had enough, so they kill him on um, the fifth of December. So they then burn we, his boat, didn't they? Yeah, burn his boat, burn burn them all, and they so said they're all dead. Then it whips forward in time to 1968, and um, young Gert, who's going to be the uh, a pivotal part of the film later on, got child Gert, his kids, his, his siblings, and his family are murdered by uh, Saint Nick and the rest of his little rabble. Just to interject, and we get a really wonderful shot of uh, say nick on the on his horse on the roof of gert's house Appar- like aloft yeah. on his horse apparently that's the thing that uh, sinterklaas did used to ride over the roofs of houses yeah that i can get on board yeah, so with that idea so and then plummets down the chimneys i don't know if he went down the chimneys oh okay i don't know if that's a later thing or not but he did used to ride on the roofs of it because i think a lot of like our current like mythology based on it is some of it's based in that, but it's like one of those things because I, get, I think I talked about this last year about like the folklore of it all, where all the different cultures amalgamate the whole thing together, and what we've got is a big melting pot of what Santa was, and now he's this big fat jolly man who endorses Coca Cola. <laughs> I thought you were about to say cocaine. Then. <laughs> well, and that I mean, he stays up all night. It so, is, it uh, is a white. It he's is got a lot, lot to do. He's got, it's a white Christmas. Yeah, I know. He, and I'm sure he drops off in like Columbia and places like that. So he's got to pick up at the same time. Absolutely, wouldn't you? Wouldn't <laughs> yeah. you? From the source, you know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, it cuts to present day, and then we got all the thirty-year-old, eighteen-year-olds, uh, fucking wiggling dicks around and going to a party. It's quite, it it's, um, goes, up, the setup then is almost a bit like a slasher, isn't it? Like the Halloween yes. style thing where I it's mean, like, here's a group of teenagers uh, in a kind of suburban There are scenes and, yeah, uh, yeah. very, very taken from Halloween, like the three girls walking home yeah, from yeah, school was yeah. incredibly, like, well, it was, it was, it was almost shot, yeah, yeah. shot to shot for <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, so they're going to do all that, and then um, that night, um, Sinterklaas descends with his rabble of... Um, Blackened people. We'll come to that soon. Actually, let's just get... <laughs> burnt, no, people, burnt, burnt, burnt people. Burnt people. 
and uh, they're not noticed because everyone's dressed up that night and they just go on basically a killing rampage and Gert, the cop, who who's now a policeman, sorry. Um, he's old, like old and cynical and scared of presence. and He's ludicrous. <laughs> what a fucking mental fucker he is. At some point, because he hates Christmas, clearly, so some of his colleagues give him a present and he just, his immediate reaction is to pull out his gun and open fire on the present. <laughs> and I no, don't know how he's lasted 30 years in the force. They're, they or however long it's supposed it's to be. It's very chill in the Netherlands. <laughs> so, like, they, the thing is, everyone there is just like, that's good. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's not, it feels like that wasn't the first time that's happened. Yeah. Like, he's just discharged his weapon in Did the Did you station. give him another present? <laughs> stop, <laughs> what have I told you about Stop him? giving Gert presents. <laughs> And um, yeah, so him, him, and Frank, who's like the lead teen, end up like battling Sinterklaas. On my badly dubbed version, the police chief who keeps telling Gert not to open fire on presents and just to <laughs> generally stop going on about a, a murderous uh, ghost Santa Claus. Um, the dubbed voice had the. It was like it sounded so much like Matt Berry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it did, it did, yeah. So it was just every time he spoke, it was like the Matt Berry voice of kind of outrage and oh, indignation, <laughs> which it, made those scenes very fun for me. <laughs> it did not do the film any favors. So having, having, I've, I've watched it a few times now actually, because like you, there's there's a limit to how many good Christmas horror films there are, or at least ones that you you like. Because I'm aware not everyone likes this film. But um, I think that, like, you so you tend to rewatch them a lot over the years. And you're much more forgiving, I think, when it comes to rewatching of Christmas horror films because cause of the limited supply of it, you'll maybe make some allowances that you wouldn't make for other films. And you're feeling jolly. Yeah. Because of the, the time of year. And like, I like I love to watch the League of Gentlemen Christmas special oh, yeah, pretty much every yeah. year. It's yeah. in, but that's incredible. That's yeah. actually really good, like... I really like the um, if you've seen and it, there's loads more. There's lots of blackface in that as well. <laughs> so let's just get down to it. Yeah, yeah, so like, let's, let's mention. So here's the thing that really happens loads in the film is it, if you don't know, there is a tradition where you'll have Sinterklaas and you'll have Black Peter. So this is something that still happens in the Netherlands. They are kind of phasing it out now, like because of international outrage, the fact that you have all these blacked up lads running around basically always portrayed by white people yeah just blacking up it's supposed to be covered in soot from all the chimneys and stuff either way stop it i mean yeah exactly i mean within this film the context is is the original santa claus's uh people were burnt yes and that's why they're they're sooty face yes exactly that's that's <laughs> and in fact yeah. i believe now rather than they're, they're encouraging people to put soot on their face and they've changed the name to sooty pete that's what I've. Yes, I've heard that as well. However, I, be, I do believe that, uh, that they have a very right wing leader these days who's yeah. not going to make this transition easy. No. No. But I don't know very much about that, and I'm not going to start throwing shade. That Watching it in 2023 <laughs> is a little bit probably more difficult than. Probably in 2010, you were questioning it. In 2010, you're just aware that the Black Peter idea is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. And, and now yeah. to actually see it enacted, you're like, oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. But um, there you get uh, the, the two white teens who are enacting Black Peter. 
they get killed quite quick. Yeah, good. By, Punished. By, by actual... <laughs> exactly, people. by actual please burned out pirates. Please understand the context Burned out pirate pillages. <laughs> yes, yes, they get killed very quickly. I would have loved if this movie had gone full switcheroo with the, he's not a good Santa, he's a bad Santa, he's killing everyone, uh, Black Peter, they're, they're his henchmen, they're killing. I would have loved if there was some kind of supernatural, well, there is supernatural. He's a fucking ghost. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if there was some even extra mythos in it and Krampus was real as well, but he was good and he was there. To and, he it. And, it, the and he Ta-da! leapt in at the end. And he leapt in at the end. I'd be punching the air if, if Krampi came on board. He, he te- <laughs> more than one Gert. Krampus. <laughs> Krampi and Gert fighting together. Would have been better than Frank. 47-year-old Frank. Frank. <laughs> awesome. Do you want to do a category? category? Oh, we do do The buttons category. are in an order now, apparently. We are, yeah. There we go. So I've done that one. So it'll be this one. Ooh. Black Peter. <laughs> <laughs> just the idea of Black Peter. Let's just not do this anymore. It's 2023. Oh, that was made in 2010. Even in 2010, I don't think that black facing in public is appropriate. <laughs> the funny thing is, is when I press the pit, it's going to be the same answer. <laughs> Here's a, Might not be. At one time, um, me and you just have a, had a cover band called Chenny where we would play 80s action movie covers. I thought you were going to say we had a, a covers <laughs> a band black called Black band. Peter. And I was like, I'm pretty sure we... we, we a, remember that minstrel band we used to the, be? The, the second gig we did, we, it was a fancy dress party. Oh, it party. was, yeah, yeah. Hey, and, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> it was Adam's fancy dress party. And, um, Friend of the show. Yep. And there was a guy dressed as Mr. T there. So this was a white man dressed as Mr. T in a brown muscle suit and then blacked up his face. Yes. There was also a black guy there dressed as Mr. T <laughs> with actual muscles. Yeah. And um, so I thought it'd be very fun during... Did you uh, make one them point, fight? I made them both come up on stage <laughs> and to ha- see, who, which one do you think is the best Mr. <laughs> T? One of them was very embarrassed, <laughs> as he fucking should be. <laughs> oh, my God. We got them to cuddle at the end and and discuss about what you know where he went wrong. <laughs> Step one, he blacked up. <laughs> is, it, is it someone I know? No, no, no we don't. Okay. I don't know this guy, which is why I have no issue with shaming him. <laughs> and, and, and if I did know him, I would Good be grief. listing his name now to shame him further. Yes, so uh, that happened. Um, another category. The bitch. Black Pete. <laughs> uh, the Pete, I mean, actually, that's, that's for the worst character, isn't it? Yeah. To be honest, there's a lot of shitty characters in it. I don't think anyone is worse than any they're other. Not, they're not well-drawn. No, they're I all think. not well-drawn. The only one who has any substance is Gert. Mm. And literally, there's He's no other He's got the ca- substance of a madman. Yeah, he's great, actually. Because <laughs> like, he's shooting presents. He's wielding flamethrowers in the street. It's like he's got a flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, he's got he a boat does. filled with bombs. He's how, fucking mad. How can a flamethrower scare a ghost? Because he's been burnt, isn't he? But he's not made of human flesh anymore. The Post-traumatic stress disorder. That, that was the other thing I was going to add. Not are they only ghosts or are they zombies? I think they have a physical. I think they they have a corporeal form, but are ghostly in okay. nature. Not only did Dick Mass legend that he is rip yeah. off halloween yeah he also ripped off the fog 
at the end. So maybe it's a homage. <laughs> That's how Tarantino gets away with it. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, my buttons, uh, I forgot. I've missed out one of the These things. buttons. <laughs> I think that. We were assured. Yeah, yeah, I've, we've missed a noose. We were assured know. today that the buttons were in prime working order, yeah. all yeah, ready to I go. It's going to be seamless, this one. That's what I said, but uh, no. Um, we're missing the noose, uh, the best death. There's yeah, there's, there's quite some good deaths. I thought there was some good deaths. Yeah. My favourite's actually like right at the start, Oh, um, where a man gets a spade to the face. Oh, that was good, wasn't it? Spade that, face, that's that, my favourite. That was good. <laughs> what, what do you think, Ruth? I'm just, <clears throat> to, con- to confess, I was a bit drunk. When I watched this, <laughs> but you just said there were good deaths. Yeah, yeah that's why I thought. Like, I thought you had good I opinions. I remember on this. enjoying the deaths, but the specifics are eluding me. I enjoyed. I remember being like, "Whoa, this is like really gory and fun." I enjoyed uh, Santa putting the crook of his staff around somebody's neck and spinning it around and beheading. <laughs> oh them. yeah, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was that was my favourite. Yeah, the bit the, the like the bishop's staff kind of thing is like a, a again a, a part of like Sinterklaas law, and in this one is a weapon covered in sharp edges in a cool S, but like a cool S as the two thousands thought a cool S was. Yeah, <laughs> so like a Slipknot logo. Gotcha. Yeah. Speaking of Slipknot logos, I mean it's, it's not that, but I did enjoy the music at the very end. I like the music. I like the music written by Dick Mouse. Dick yeah, Mouse himself. It went proper metal. It went he, metal ending. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, he uh, in Amsterdam, the best Dick Mouse film. Yeah. Uh, that it's got a really amazing theme tune. Amsterdam is the song. It's really good. It's great. Go go and find it. Yeah, it's look, not a horror film. Don't expect a horror. It's quite jalo It's an action. Though. It's quite jalo though. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's like a jalo action. But he won't let us down on the music. That's great. The one thing I did like about it, is what I say the one thing, I, I quite enjoyed it. I thought, um, I don't want to slag on Dick Mass. I just thought it was <laughs> filmed. Don't you do it. <laughs> we will not have this. <laughs> it was Do whatever you want, but do not make fun of Dick Mass. For, for, for what it was, it was filmed too bright. In what it was, it was just very, uh, you know, it wasn't very horrorish. You it, wanted more atmosphere. More atmosphere. It feels it? like it didn't cost very much, to be honest. Like when you well, look, then they shouldn't have paid out on the lights. <laughs> when you look at the font on the intro, you know that was edited on Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. But it could have been like a, a fog. Mm. Type. I know they did defog it a bit at the end. They homaged it. Yeah, uh, but. They could have, you know, if it was done more like that, that would, I, think, I think that would have been. I, I mean, I, I but as it was I a say, bit bright. It was more gremlins. I had the dubbing and more. So I don't probably know. more rare exports than. Yeah, but yeah. what? So so I because I had the bad dubbing, it made it humorous in parts. But it is meant to be it's like a, comedy, a black fantasy comedy, fantasy, right, isn't fantasy, it? So yeah. it's not it's not played completely straight. No, no. I mean, like. It, it's definitely for laughs a lot of the time. Yeah. You can't take that film seriously. But maybe what you want, Justin, you wanted like a more of a serious, dark film. I think you could do a, an evil Santa Claus in a in an evil in an evil. Uh, in I, think, a more... I think it's a hard way to do it in a serious way because I think a lot of people would not take it seriously. So I think you do. That's why I like to say things like Rare Exports have that comedy edge to it as well. And I think it kind of like makes it a bit more. You're poking fun at it, whereas if it was deadly serious, because there's loads but of deadly serious Santa ones, and they're not actually that scary. I would have thought, okay, then Unless I would have preferred it more it like Krampus. Let's put it that mm. way. Yeah. That, would, that was more more of a darker twist on it. 
This was obviously a dark twist, but it was still filmed incredibly brightly, and it just, it just didn't have much atmosphere for me. Krampus is a genuinely great film, which, which we talking, will do one time. Yeah, one time, one, at some point we'll mention that we're talking about like the Adam Scott. Um, oh, what's the amazing actress? Tony Collette. Tony Collette. She's so good. I fucking love her. Um, I, that film is absolutely brilliant. I will watch that every year without a doubt. And that's one of the ones I'm not saying I forgive for anything. There's nothing to forgive. Yeah, yeah. It's just a great film. Yeah. That's probably actually my number one recommendation for Christmas. But as I said, we don't pick the obvious ones. Which and, why it's not and then the last note I made on it was that I really enjoyed it. They only really touched upon it at the end, but I really liked the whole conspiracy yes. Yes. aspect of it. That I wish fun. they did more of that. That's more of that, yeah. When that came up, I was like, so the conspiracy is basically that all the government, everybody knows about this. And the Catholic and Church. And the Catholic Church. They damn the cat. They did. They made him a scapegoat. Oh, guy. yeah. And they uh, basically, uh, what was it? They say at the end, 300 kids got killed. <laughs> Basically, this yeah. this Christmas that was more than last time because <laughs> it happens every thirty two years. Yeah, it? it went on oh, it's, an it's, absolute it's, rampage. It's, it's, I was trying to figure out that date. It's every time there's a full, a full moon, moon on, on the, December the fifth, yeah, which is a variant time of every so thirty two years. Either, no, it's oh. not every thirty. It's not a. It would depend, wouldn't it? Sometimes it would be because of our calendar. It changes. Sometimes it's like forty two years. Oh, okay. a longer one. So I so think we're not qualified to <laughs> specify. <laughs> but, but the conspiracy is, is basically yeah. at the end. The government are hiding all the, the reason for these deaths. So there was a bus, a school bus crash into a river somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Gert went off and murdered, serial killed everyone. He flamethrowed them all to death. <coughs> I love story. that twist in it, but again, I wish they made more of oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gert could have found out about it earlier on, couldn't he? he I think he, made, he did mention it, it, I think, didn't he? Frank could have It could have board. almost been like a Cabin in the Woods kind yeah. of yeah. movie. Yeah, sort yeah of thing, the, which I, I, think, I, think, I, think Dick, I think there's a great movie there. Dick Mass missed the boat on that one. I, I think he, he, he really he touched upon. I bet he, did, he thought about throwing that in, like, you know. He was like, I've got enough. To contend with. <laughs> Day 40 of shooting, he came up with that ending. He was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or fook. <laughs> like saying the it's fook, it's fook. Is there any other categories? Yes. It's my new one. Well, it's not. It's one we doing before, but I've got a button for it. Show yeah. us the button. No, not that one. Well, there is a final is girl. It's the, his girl. Oh, the, yeah. The girlfriend. I've forgotten her name. She's not really relevant. She was going to die literally five seconds after that uh, movie ended because they had sex. So, <laughs> well, Once the movie's ended, you can have sex. Oh, ah, but a cynical... Oh, spoiler. Was still alive. <laughs> of course he is. He's a ghost. Uh, there we go. G or a goose. <laughs> as, as people in Norwich would say. <laughs> uh, my final button. Pardon? What did that say? <laughs> I'll say it again. Menison Johnny going for a Stella. That might Stella's well what be I what got at the be. end. It is. It's one star reviews in uh, Giallo Italian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, uh, I, I will I, ask I, Luana I to translate. Yeah. Stella is star, of course. If anyone uh, is Italian, I really apologise. No, it's the voice makes it incomprehensible. Anyway. Well, send me fine. that. Send me that clip, and I'm I'm going to see Luana tomorrow, and she'll tell me. Uh, yeah, she will mock me and laugh at me, and I do apologise. But I, ha I literally had Google Translate in one ear while I was repeating it in the other one, and I was still getting it wrong. It's well, a very I like, well, I like, long 
phrase to make. We can trim. Well, I thought I thought Una Stella. <laughs> I knew I got that, yeah. I, and I just thought it'd be Una Stella Reviewo. This is why so thoughts <laughs> from the internet of people who gave the film one star reviews. <laughs> Well, yeah. let's let's for anyone who has no fucking clue what I'm about, these are one star reviews now. That, so that's what it is. And um, to be honest, there weren't that many of of all the films I've picked. This is the one that is doesn't it because not many people have seen the yeah. film. Yeah, probably. Perhaps. And also because Dick Mars is a, is a fucking master. <laughs> I only director. put two down. The other ones were just boring, saying it was shit. It was ah, this, it was that. Okay, so, well, give us uh, give us the two then. First one was uh, just give it a shot, and we'll see where it goes. And it went nowhere. <laughs> Oh. Harsh, harsh, harsh times at Ridgemont High. Okay. Um, <laughs> all I can do is give my kudos to Dick Mass for making a good amount of money for a bad flick. Well done, Dick. I don't know if Dick Mass is making any money. <laughs> I don't think he's making much. No, he's no, he's no Uwe Boll. Who I mean, Uwe Boll. Has never made a good film. That's very clear. Everyone knows how shit he is, but he makes a lot of money off his films. Who's that other actor called, uh, beginning with Uwe? Uwe? Do you mean Udo Kier? Udo Kier. I always mix those two up. Okay. No, Udo oh, Kier is great. Yes. Uwe Boll is a fucking abomination <laughs> of cinema. And I always think, oh, he's gone into acting. He should stick to acting. Every time he pops up. I don't, I don't know why he insists on directing things. It's the wrong person, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, the, the sad part is, almost certainly, Uwe Boll has much more money than Udo Kier. And the talent discrepancy is not making sense to me. So, Sint. Do we go to the bar? Do we say out oh, of right. three? No, we've got to do out of three, haven't we? So, uh, Ruth, what do you reckon? I'm giving it a two. I'm also giving it a two. I... If we could do halves, I'd give it one. Wait, and a half. I get told but, off for this year. No, you're not, you're but, not fucking but, having it. But I'm giving it a two because yeah. I can't give it a half. I don't think it quite deserves the two, I'm, but it doesn't deserve the one. I feel the same, but I'm giving the benefit of the doubt to the thing that the dubbing was bad. It and was, so I'm like bumping it up to a two. It was enjoy it's that. enjoyable enough. Did you watch the Dutch version, didn't I you? I watched the Dutch version. Anyway, that was the not the at all. The Sint. Yeah, not the saint, not with Val well, Kilmer. We're a third of the way through here, Jazz. We're not done yet. <laughs> we are. Right. right, we're grabbing a break. And we're back. Ruth's just sorting out her drinks. You'll play through her I'm drinks. back. I'm back too. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> right. Awesome. Uh, we're going to roll the dice again and see where we come up with. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> why, don't, do you, why don't you go next? Do you want to go next? I could go next. Because you always go last. I do always go last. So, um, I'm going to jump forward. I'm going to go with this. And I know what we're going to say. And I'm going to have to say it the first thing. Um, I watched this movie. <laughs> 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 I caught this movie late last night. Um, I started watching it at 10 o'clock at night. Um, half 10 at night. Because uh, I was like, I've got to get this in. I've got to watch this. I've got to fit this in. Of course, you. It's your fucking choice. I know. And what happened in the first <laughs> 20, 30 minutes? I was like, this isn't a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's one. That's my, like my. Remember when you said this is your choice? Is that a Christmas movie? Google lied to me. But don't they? Do they? They mention. 
Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, because I was worried, because like I say, because I just got back from holiday, I was a bit jet lagged and I was I like, really, I was tired it. it, and I actually went through the script. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I looked up the script online, thought maybe I missed it, and they must have mentioned it because it can't be said at Christmas, and they never mention it. So I word searched the word Christmas, Santa, <laughs> everything not mentioned. Oh, they know. Is there no... No. Have no, I... No. No. There's, there's not nothing, even a fucking tree in it. There's nothing. No. I hoped. I hoped that over the period of the film <laughs> that Christmas is going to pop up. But, no. but anyway, we haven't even talked about the film. Oh, but gosh. I have chosen... <laughs> <laughs> and I am automatically disqualified for choosing... Uh, 2020's The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Not a Christmas I wish <laughs> I had 2020 vision on it being a Christmas movie. But it's winter. It is winter. Well, is it even winter? Where the are town they? It's called fucking Snow Hollow. So Maybe like, it's snowy all the time. In our there. message conversation, when you first said August. you were going to pick this, I did say it's not a Christmas film. Or, it, or rather, questioned you as to whether it was, and you said. It's like snowy. I don't think snow equals Christmas. <laughs> I did Google. I did Google go like um, Christmas movie, a horror Christmas movies to try and inspire me because I just wanted. To oh, I did the same as well. I did the same. And that did come up at one point, and I just took it for for red that it that it was. It wasn't, though. and it wasn't. So I do apologise, but we're going to talk about it anyway. No, it's, it's that, to be honest, though, it is actually a good film, and I did. I've it's, seen it before. I liked it, and I liked it again now. Well, there we go. Did Shell tell me to? F- Fuck myself. After last year's anime, she she basically said, "I've had enough of fucking werewolves and not watching." <laughs> How can you have enough of werewolves? Like they're like vampires. They're vampires for fucking boys. Only <laughs> sexy werewolves. <laughs> Has it been a sexy werewolf? Oh, the how Twilight. Are you saying, wait, The Howling? Is that the one with um, Boosie or Silver Bullet? No. (laughs) (laughs) The Howling is kind of sexy werewolves. Who's the sexy werewolf in The Howling? Um, What's Um, her name? Dee Williams. Mm. Oh, she's sexy. Is she a werewolf? She is. I think, isn't there? There's a whole. Spoiler. There's a whole gang of. (laughs) You haven't seen it. There's a whole gang gang of of werewolves. There's sexy sex happening and they, they transform mid mid fuck. Okay, I don't remember. There's mid bone going re- on. I'll have to rewatch that. Someone got a bone and got <laughs> turned all canine. Okay. Or wolfen. Anyway, so Wolf of Snow Hollow, 2020. Mm. Uh, Jim Cummings, uh, mm. not direct your de- debut. But are you laughing at the name Jim Cummings? We did Dick Mack. Now we got Cummings. We have to be fair. I laugh at all the readings. It's less funny than Dick Mass to be it honest. Is, yeah, no, true. Um, I'm going to hit my button. The 13th floor. So this is my elevator pitch. Yep. I did warn you about elevator Looking pitches Looking forward to it. Day. No, tell us. Um, I've just, I'm, I'll be very succinct in one sentence. I put, recovering alcoholic policeman with anger issues tries to solve a series of murders in a small town by shouting and slapping his way through various suspects. Fucking hell, it's Larry. <laughs> it's very shouty. It's like I feel like he's the same as Gertz, where you're like, how has this man even made it this far in the police force without uh, being immediately sh- sacked? He's, he's too much. I enjoy him, but, oh, yeah. you know... I, it's a worry that he's still in the police. It is a worry. It is a worry. And even even like he's an he's an alcoholic, so he's a recovering alcoholic, so he's not alcoholic anymore. 
Well, he lapses. Relapse. Relapse. He does relapse. relapse. Yeah. I wanted the to stress fucking of the, relapse. The murders. <laughs> the stress of the film makes you want to relapse. <laughs> my wife, that my wife Gemma did say at one point, she's like, do they have to shout so much? <laughs> I, like, I don't mind <laughs> the shouting. Like, I quite enjoy I all the shouting. Do you know why I But my wife Gemma said that about you, Ruth, as well. What does she have to shout? <laughs> <laughs> quite so much in, shouting. In the pub. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got a lot quieter over the years. You have. You're much more yeah. restrained. <laughs> we just turned you down on this <laughs> um yeah so basically it's a uh werewolf movie uh in set in a small town where a series of murders happening and uh, and the police try and solve it very grisly murders very as well. grisly murders christmas is never mentioned <laughs> christmas is never mentioned. but there is lots of snow there it was well, snow hollow i mean what do they call it every you know What's it called in the summer? <laughs> Thor Hollow. Thor. Maybe they're in Alaska. No Hollow. Where is it? Yeah, where's it set? I I would. It might be just all round snow. Oregon. This film might be set in Let's July. I don't know. I've got no idea. It's no. It's set at Christmas and New Year's because <coughs> at the end of the film they do use New Year's things. So if you were to pick oh, well, a New come Year's on, then. film. Then this would be a great choice. Although they do say in it, they knew somebody was local because uh, he says that one. Uh, sorry, one of the someone's talking to the police says, "I know he was local because he said Yarl. Yeah, which is a oh, quite a southern thing, which means uh, it would be it's a yokel thing, or maybe, maybe. If and also, I suppose it's set over a few months, isn't it? Because the killings happen at. The new uh, the full moon, yeah, and I don't think they're all at the same full moon. I think they're are they spaced out? It, it's like the you can't. They do lasts, a bit of flash. Uh, full moon averaging lasts like two days. But I, I, because I thought it was kind of like yeah. one murder happens at one full moon, and then he can't. Because otherwise, his behaviour gets insane really fast. Whereas if you think, oh, each full moon comes round and someone else gets killed, and they're not able to solve the case, you can kind of understand his deteriorating yeah, yeah, mental absolutely. state. Whereas I if was, it's just two days, I had, he's gone absolutely no, mental. No, I think it was over a longer period, and I was pinning a lot on it being. The way you described it, and going Christmas is coming anytime. You were, you were holding Christmas out. Coming anytime. <laughs> that's, that's how I watched the film as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, by the time they get to the suspect's house at the end, you're like, "There's definitely going to be a Christmas tree <laughs> yeah, in there." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a stocking hanging off on the fireplace, but no, no. So um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's essentially the movie. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a small town sheriff trying to find out. <laughs> He really does have anger issues. But a lot of the humour of the film arises yeah. from his constant rage. <laughs> I think. I, I think I it's love, very funny. I love a lot of his quips with things like, like how he gets everyone like tell this person they're fired. Yeah, like, yeah. They like, were genuinely. Tell this they need to go because they they are not going to have a job in the fucking morning. It is genuinely hilarious. Like there's bits like where. Uh, it, it, his daughter says to him something like, "Like she's like, you got me pepper spray for my communion." It's <laughs> 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 just so. <laughs> there's there's a scene in it that that I think, and this is what resonates with me the most, um, is I I work in events, which is an incredibly stressful job mm. at times. And there's a scene in it where um, they've just discovered a body of someone and he's being asked questions by all different types of people like the the, the um all the other police turn up asking him things he's got like, obviously family 
are turning up worried that he's got coroners and all this kind of thing and you can just see him being stressed (laughs) out by everybody just shouting constantly (laughs) at people going what what tell me right got that <laughs> no you do it, 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 so i had the same sort of thing about when i used to have to do like office moves and mm. stuff like that when you have like everyone from every department asking you something yeah. just fucking do this yeah. i don't fucking care yeah and to yeah. be honest i behaved exactly the why same. are you telling me this is this important to what we need to do right. no just fuck off and die yeah you're not an <laughs> officer you're, of the law though with a firearm <laughs> No, true. But he does go around slapping a lot That's, of people. so <laughs> much assault <laughs> of his fellow officers. It's, okay. it's like watching an Indian crime drama. <laughs> if anyone's watched an Indian crime drama, the main weapon a policeman has it's is, a is slap. slap. They slap so many people. I watch fucking loads of them. They're great. Never seen so many slaps in my life. I think it does have a good... Um, it, well, we haven't done the hook. Yeah, do we the, should uh, do the hook. Press the button. Before I say what I like about it, you should. Uh, what draw me in? Um, I got recommended this by our friend Adam uh, over lockdown. Uh, he said you should check this out. Should check out this it. great Christmas film. And you recommended it to me as well. And it was one of those ones where it really was. Um, as you watched it, it, it's it's basically it's a quite an independent movie. It's got a budget to it, but it's. It's yeah, independent. Yeah. It, but it doesn't. It doesn't look. It's cheap. proper. It's proper. Yeah, it doesn't film. look yeah. cheap, but it's not. It's not a big budget film. Yeah. Really. So uh, written and directed by Jim Cummins and starred by well, him. What else did he do? Because he did something else good as well. He, he was in. Uh, he's actually in uh, Halloween uh, Kills. Oh, so he didn't. The do one we did. Good. He's the one who got uh, in the flashback to nineteen seventy. Eight. Oh, I didn't make oh, that. Oh, when connection. it is, he's he's the uh, the sheriff that gets shot in the. Next. Oh shit! Yeah, that's oh, him. Yeah. He always good at policemen. I think <laughs> or, he's or great. good at bad policemen. No. I think he's got like genuine uh, screen presence. Oh yeah, charisma. no, I he think definitely he's really has. Good. Definitely has. Um, I really like the fact that it was independent in that sense. It was funny. It really did make me laugh. Is that um, watching just all the shouting going on? Just I like, won't ask you yeah. to pray with me because of the goddamn lawyers. <laughs> that they. <made me laughs> Oh, Robert Forster. Yeah, yeah. he's Robert yeah, Forster's really great. Really good. Oh, his last movie. It was, yeah, yeah. His last movie. He um, was great in it. He was absolutely brilliant. There's a brilliant scene where he's talking to someone, uh, not Robert Forster, sorry, Jim Cummins, is talking to someone in a, in a cafe, I think, and he's getting frustrated with him, and somebody comes in and says, Sheriff, he turns around and just says, like, what? Like, you're into it, what? what? And then uh, he realises the person just from the look on the face as someone's reported there's been another murder and you can just see <laughs> you can just see him give in yeah. slightly yeah. like fuck sake fucking hell and i just think the whole acting in that mm. kind it's a great of performance it's yeah. it's it's exactly how i would feel internally about everything it, it's a it's a wonderful like the whole film's like a boiling like a melting pot mm. it's, like, it's just it'll, you're waiting for something to explode the whole time you're assuming it's going to be him yeah yeah but, well I he's think got he's also got um Fangs. Because mm, I when I he, he naturally has fangs. So part of me constantly through the movie showed, is like, is he he that's what when I first so this mm. I, when I watched it for this it was the second time, um, and yeah I remember the first time I watched it I was like that obviously you know is he is he the the werewolf because yeah. is he actually a werewolf or is he just a maniac and yeah, he's, yeah. but and and that's sort of set up that way isn't it you know he's an alcoholic um, yeah. obviously, and they're all maniacs and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry to all the alcoholics. Sorry, 
Sorry, Bob. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I'm, I'm only joking. No, but that, that's what really drew me in. It was it was more his performance mm. that, that won me good. over and all that. And I kind of liked the twist at the end. I did like it. Yeah, no, I liked it as well. I thought it was good. It was all right. I, I think it could have been... Even just a tiny bit more signposted, so when so you're yeah. like, you oh, because you kind of because you're like, oh, who's this guy? Whereas if they just had a little bit of something earlier on, you could have been like, oh, of course. They could have at least like you know like when there's that scene where the woman like um, she reports him with this really weird mm. tall guy. If you'd seen him at least, yes, I think that might have helped a bit. Then when you see him at the end, like, oh. I did go. And I, I know didn't, there's kind you of. Might not remembered he him. reads a book about the taxidermy, but there's no. They're not like, oh, we've been talking to this taxidermy. There's no. You could never have figured that there. film out. You no. couldn't have. No, no, there was no time. And no. maybe that's okay, but sometimes it's nice to have like a little sense of recognition if they, when they, there is. They should have given us like a that. little bit more mm. so that at the end, when you find out who it is, you're like. Oh, from earlier. Yeah, yeah exactly, no, exactly. There was a scene. There was a scene with the se- uh, snowboard instructor uh, when she's talking to her friends, um, and then she looks off camera at someone. Obviously, mm. you've seen that, and then her face turns really worried mm. and things like that. And there could have been something there. I mean, they mm. they touched upon that with the scene with the the lady in the diner. Mm. When he he sits next to her, but you don't see who it is, yeah, and all that. So there's always a thing, and I had to go back this morning. I was going back through the film, going, looking for like, Christmas trees. I, was just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I mean, I went through the script, just, and there's just nothing. a fucking bauble or do just anything. There were some lights at one point. <laughs> is, is, are they fairy lights? They, like, they, were, were, they were they were coloured lights. <laughs> That's Christmassy. Yeah, it was technically yeah. past Christmas at that point. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, so, um, what, one thing I do want to know is I had, I had like one good note in it, which is like from the opening of the film, mm. where um, the, the guy looks, the guy at the start is a jock created by AI, probably has a Smash Mouth CD. Oh, yeah, definitely him. <laughs> definitely him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? That's on holiday with the girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, but then he calls them out for being homophobic. Yeah, he's actually quite So then good. you're like, oh, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's all right, actually, but he is a jock written by AI. I think... Um, until he until he has opinions. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if you were to look if at him... If you looked at him, sure. If you look at him, that's what he is. I think one of the strengths of this film, actually, is even the small roles, I feel, are really well written. Yeah. So, for example, the um, the snowboarding woman who gets who gets killed, she's only, you know, she's got, what, like, one conversation and then a death scene. But they just, even in that one conversation, really managed to set up this idea like she's got a shitty boyfriend and she's a bit lonely and she's, you know... And I, I just am like, to be, to be able to kind of round those characters out so well in such yeah. a such yeah, small good. amount of screen Absolutely, time you know. is done really well. And, and it's not easy necessarily to do that and a lot of films can't achieve that at all. And they made a likeable straight Yeah, away, yeah, yeah. Only to see a die. The, the writing is very, very good. Yeah, no, I like Except it. for how Jock Boy opens wine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what? You I, would, I don't you know, I could, was like, I'm going to try that. <laughs> you are not. That would, I, I was like, that's going to go straight through his hand. If you don't know how to <laughs> open wine, you need to watch Wine Lads, <laughs> a podcast with Bob Baker, who shows you how to do it with a shoe. Oh, yeah, no, no, you can do it. You can open a bottle of wine with a shoe. Like whatever episode that was, or just call Bob Baker and ask him to bring a corkscrew. <laughs> yeah, or have a corkscrew. <laughs> yeah, all that. Um, I also really liked um, 
Again, it was really brightly shot. So, you know, now that's good, is it? Now it's good. But I did like it at the very beginning that there were lots of shots upside down of the mountains. It's so arty. Which, are, which so I, really arty. Liked. I really liked it. I was like, oh, is it a Cthulhu? <laughs> I mean, I I was, so. When I was watching that intro, it's like, ooh. It's actually very nice, though. Mm. I is feel it, like is that's this pretentious? A, that's Should the I kind of thing that this? I would like, and you'd be like, oh, of course, Reith likes it when they do the shots <laughs> upside oh, down. We'll talk about that when it gets your movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, upside down shots are very popular. These <laughs> let's, uh, let's go for another category. Yeah. What would I cut? I have nothing to cut. It's an hour and 24 minutes or something like that. It's a yeah. It's, it's lean. It's lean it's already. An, it's, it's a lean movie. wonderfully lean. I don't think I have anything to trim out of it. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't at all. Um, more importantly, yeah, no more, more importantly is, there any, is there anything you can think of? Yeah, no, I, I'm the same. I was a bit a bit stumped with that to to cut anything out. There, You, you could add... Maybe just slight things would take it to an, an hour I, and I a half. I say add the foreshadowing of who it is, mm. and that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, a bit more, bit more. Pre- I mean, you do see him a couple of times. He does pop up. Does he? Yeah, I did. But you it, just don't notice. I didn't notice. He's the person at the very beginning who rents them the Airbnb. Is he? He's, is the, one, he? he's the one who. Tu- no, he is. He turns. How did up. I forget that from an? I hour had to Google and that. T- I had to Google that today. They don't today. look alike. Then they need they to. Do. They okay. need the to one who turns up and they're going like, "What the fuck is going uh, okay. on?" Okay, I remember that happening. I just and he, and he does connection. get interviewed in the police station. I don't okay. remember either of these things, but which I is why, which is why at the end he goes to his house to give him back the evidence yes. because it's from oh, the sure, Airbnb. Sure. Okay, maybe it's just me not paying enough attention. And then he fucking manhunters it. But I don't think it goes well, man. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think he's in enough. I don't think he's in it enough at the beginning we, we to need, make yeah. it be, you know, it's great to have him at the beginning, but he should be a recurring character. A bit more, yeah. a bit more. We just, needed, we just needed that thing. It's where, nice to feel like you could have had, yes, like, worked out. It felt like we had no way of knowing. No. no. Anyway, press a button. Uh, uh, <laughs> did we do that? Yes. Yeah. Black Pete. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the Pit, the worst character. Um, oh, again, I don't think know there is. Issues. I mean, my wife would think uh, shouty Jim Cummings. <laughs> 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 It'd be he's a very short the, film without shouty Jim Cummings. He's the glue. He's the, <laughs> but, yeah, he's I the thought, essence. I thought he was brilliant. Um, I, I really liked his... Um, I'm just going to say the best character was him. Um, oh, no. Actually, I quite liked his uh, assistant, the... Uh, the lady, who, the, the, the lady becomes the lady sheriff called. later the on. The assistant yeah. who becomes sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her... She's very good. She's quite Fargo, isn't she? Yeah, she's great. And I, I think that the one thing that annoyed me is at the end when she has to cut a hole in the back of her hat. Like, you know they make hats without, <laughs> like, hole, like with just, like, s- straps at the, at the back. Just buy one of them, right? And just have it embossed. You're the boss now. <laughs> I thought... I thought. I, it's a, I think it's a sad achievement if you have to have your own hat embossed. I feel like someone else should be embossing your hat for you. But it feels a sad achievement. You have to cut a hole in the back of the hat. Or just, you know, cut your hair. Can't you get a Stetson like every other fucking small town cop? Yeah, yeah. They're great hats. Yeah, get a Stetson. Yeah, Stetsons are the fucking boss. (laughs) They're not, they don't say snow though. Allegedly, they're the hat that will keep you warm in the cold and cold in the warm. Mm. The original Stetson. It's a song lyric. Yeah, from all of the country. 
You all wear them and have um, There's not really a final. Well, there are final girls, but it's not really a movie where it's. it's no, they're not all it, getting whittled down. Let's just down, say good lady car. Oh, I didn't do the best. Oh, the noose. We do. We don't have that. Uh, press it. Press the button. I don't. Uh, it's not there. You haven't got the noose button. No, I cut it out. What? We, talk, we talked about this last time. I, don't, I don't remember. When yeah. was this? Is it no. the noose best death? During the saint. We don't, I, I didn't include it, so I need to... I thought you to, just missed it by accident. No, we need to... I forgot to put it on here. So <laughs> Just say it. What? The noose. There we go. Uh, they're the they're your voice anyway. <laughs> the best... Yeah, I know, right? Uh, the, the best death um, I've put down to being uh, the snowboard instructor, uh, which isn't really... All the deaths are kind of off screen. They are, yeah. yeah. But I just really like that. The cinema, the setup, the setup, yeah, and I like the shot yeah. of where you actually see the werewolf. Uh, he stands up. Yeah, uh, there's, a that's long, cool. there's a wide, wide angle shot, people, and people I was like, "That's are, cool." People in reviews had issue with that because what you make, they think it is a werewolf, and yeah, it's because just a man it, in a skin. The, the argument I saw from a couple of very brief. I didn't look very hard. Their complaints were that it was like there's no way that werewolf was that shitty suit the guy at the end was wearing. I think his suit looked quite extensive. Yeah, I didn't. Th- I didn't see that issue myself. I've, se- I've seen. I've seen thing. comparisons, and yeah, and there, there's an argument. There's an internet argument where the the red herring person that you see who is actually burning the body of yeah. a person at one Yeah, point. so what the fuck? Did, so <laughs> yeah, he killed someone actually, else, had yeah, he? That's an odd, that's an odd one, isn't it? Like this massive hench junkie. Yeah. How is he so hench? <laughs> and how's he... Like, kill, how, who's this body he's burning? Is, it, is there or protein the, in his heroin? Did the wolf man just leave a body at his shack? I don't know. Don't know. It's not explained, is it? That's that's possibly the but, one. But like, there's odd, odd thing that there's um, there's an internet thing saying that it's actually two werewolves, two a fake one, and a real, a real one, one. And, the, and the fake the the fake one. There's uh, not a real one. No, well, you know, whatever. Anyway, so yeah, I actually I, I best F, uh <laughs> most of them off camera, but I like the uh, the snowboarder one yeah, purely no, for that cinematic shot. Yes, I um, thought that the death of the killer. When um, I can't remember the female policewoman's name, unfortunately, yes, but she she, she takes him down, and then Jim Cummings totally unnecessarily, bam, 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 right in the head. No, because AI Jock requests. Well, her. I know, but that's not being a good police person. He's not a good police person. That's why at the end, <laughs> she requests. That's why she becomes the sheriff because he's, because he's well, a fucking terrible I don't think. Jock. Yeah, he. I mean. She's no the way right could he person have been the be, sheriff. She's the right person. He'd be, be an absolute maniac. But anyway, I thought that was quite good because it's it's. I think it does obviously have um, a humorous tone yeah. in some points in the film, and then actually that's very kind of serious. And suddenly you're like, shit, shit, this is serious now. Yeah. Yeah. Pow, pow, pow. Uh, that leaves us just with uh, one star reviews, or should I say, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Medicine Medicine Johnny on the Stella. <laughs> Tell us about I mean, Medicine Johnny on the Stella. It's, it's, it's the words may be Italian, but like the accent is <laughs> so not Italian. It just I might, I might re-record this and just to call it one star reviews next time. I was going for the Jello aspect of it. I thought, oh, that'll sound cool. I love that you tried. <laughs> the Italians do not love that I tried. We'll find out. <laughs> no, there we go. Uh, one star reviews. Um, 
I've got quite some good ones for this. Okay. Uh, I disagree with them not, all. I know. Uh, one big ego show for director, writer, and main character. Don't fuck off. Move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> more social justice garbage. Of oh, course. I couldn't make it past the first two minutes because it had to go <laughs> a social justice route. Oh. <laughs> Do you think that's it implying the, the guy in the bar? I guess so. Yeah. Now... The next one, um, I'm going to have to read the full review again, and I'll explain why. Oh, no, it's because if you're, well, no, there is a reason behind it. If you've listened to our last episode, the Vacay Horror one, um, we have we, we, we have a <laughs> reoccurring uh, poster. Oh, oh, no. oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Another worst horror film <laughs> <laughs> full of boring conversation and annoying overuse scene. Not recommended. Over, no, the overuse scenes again. The film starts with a couple, PJ and Brianna, went into a house and PJ arguing with a man at a restaurant scene. As turn out, this film is about finding out the mastermind of killing a bunch of innocent girls. The mastermind actually is a werewolf disguised as a taxidermist. What? <laughs> <laughs> Entire f- <laughs> And here we go. Are you I ready? Are you ready? Entire film is full of boring conversation and annoying overuse scene, such as overuse of the arguing scene, overuse of the TV announcer scene, overuse of the dining scene, and overuse of the staring scene makes the film unwatchable. The staring scene. I don't know. I mean, he didn't say overuse of the slap scene. <laughs> he, he, what? What I want to know. I want you to find this man. What he wants? Can we find this person's reviews that are positive <laughs> to find out what they like? What they like? Is it like Transformers films or something <laughs> like that? <coughs> and that'd be overuse of the fucking CGI robot throwing oh, things around. Scene. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "That another that, word familiar." <laughs> have I have I re- stumbled across last week? Overuse of the dining scene. What I actually here's what we should do. What's his screen name? Um, I will find it. I what find it? That, that's the name of the category. <laughs> yes, absolutely. From that's, now, from now on, find that in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think um, they are Asian. I think it's something like uh, K Chow or something like that. So K Chow reviews. K Chow. K Chow reviews. <laughs> I will find out in next next. <laughs> you'll you'll have a brand new category next, next time, month. guys. It's next be, month, there we go. Ciao, review is here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to stop cool. doing this. So overall, uh, Wolf of Snow Hollow. Uh, uh, what what I would give it? I'm I'm going to stick with a two for it. You know, it's not. I'll it's give not it a month. three. Would you? I think it's great. Yeah, I'd give it a two and a half if two and a half are allowed. <laughs> but I'm going to give it three because I think it's better than Sint. Oh. I think I think it's a genuinely great film. Although <laughs> it's not a Christmas film. <laughs> so two. I'm disqualified. Back down to two. Back down to two. Actually, down to point off. Mm, it should be no points because it should be disqualified. No points. That's it. I'm disqualified for Nil this. point. I'm disqualified for Jim this. Cummings, it's no reflection on you. Yeah, if, it, <laughs> if it were a regular episode, 
where it would be an outstanding werewolf film because I really like this. Or, a, you know, off. a snow-based horror. Or a snow-based horror. I really do good. want to say, I left the movie wanting more Jim Cummins. Yeah, he's great. Me too. Really, I feel like whatever really he does, I would watch it. Yeah, big absolutely. fan. I can't wait for his next film. Yeah. And good. I'd be interested to see you, a Jim. different so kind of role so for him. Yes. Yeah, so our, <laughs> our <laughs> negative scoring is no reflection on him. It is on your pick, James. <laughs> Yet again, shit pick. Jim, all you had to do was put a fucking Christmas tree in. That's all we needed. Just, all have, need. just have someone... Hang on. Hang on. Oh. I've, got, I've found a clue. Hold on. A clue? In my notes... <laughs> I've written Silent Night is the classic carol of death, which means somewhere in the film there must have been the the playing of the Christmas carol Silent Night. Is what? it enough? Why have you written that down? Well, because presumably I... I I'll <laughs> tell you why partly, Jazz. Because when I went to the Winter Lights earlier in the week that you went to today, yeah. they had that field of burning torches and oh, silent and night was silent playing night, and yeah. i was like well this is like a weird memorial of dead people mm -hmm. and i thought silent night is the carol of death and then i've written that again in my snow hollow notes which means it must play somewhere in the film Are you sure it wasn't I, old lang Syne's at the end i've written silent Hold night. It. if old lang Syne played it means it was new year so christmas has <laughs> happened yeah no it's i'm almost it. back in i'm that's, that's, <laughs> oh, that's why i went back and read this like Word search the script because at the end the the end sequence runs over Old Lang Syne's and I thought that was a I'm was sure really it, good. I'm sure it was. That's a really night. good. That's a really good ending to the film. Actually, it it, it works really really well. And Jim Cummins, I'm going to tweet you this episode <laughs> and I want you to respond, please. Is what, it Christmas? Tell us. While I was hunting to find out if it was a Christmas thing, here's an extra thing. He was hoping it would be like akin to Gremlins and stuff like that. The thing is, Gremlins is very Christmas. <laughs> very much so. What you forgot to do, Jim Cummings, is literally include the word Christmas <laughs> so anywhere in your script. He thought of it as to be a Christmas film. He, that yeah, implies. But that's not what happened, though. Well, no, he's not made a Christmas film. One possible mention of Silent Night in the background is in, 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 in To stand up for him for that, though. That that film can work at any time of the year because when you do actually really like narrow yourself when you make something a Christmas sure. film because people won't watch it at any other time. I'm going to watch it in the summer if I feel too hot, so that I I, all the, the scenes of snow make lockdown. me feel yeah, cool. I, I did as well because like, you recommended it to me after Adam recommended it to you. Yeah, and you recommended it to me, and there I watched go. it. So I was you like, have, guys, do you want to watch your werewolf you movie disguised as a taxi dentist? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the werewolf would just struggle so much with using the tools and it was just its big werewolf paws. It wouldn't even be able to do any sewing. Mm -mm. The could, disguise would be immediately defunct. Could it sew with its own claw? No, it doesn't work. No. Doesn't have opposable thumbs. Is it my round? <laughs> it is. We're going to take a break. Uh, that was The Wolf of Snow Hollow. And we're back. No need to do our last roll dice because uh, we cheated. And um, that's me putting the dice away. Shall we end on a downer? We are ending <laughs> on a downer. I love ending on a downer. I like, I, I, even, even when, Just when, like sex. I love ending on a downer. It's when, the Christmas way. When I play live, I like to end on a ballad. I always like to do it. Mm. Like, I, I, from, like, Don't uh, know. I'm always at the bar. <laughs> you come for some of it. It's all right. Not the end, though. It's a downer. Of course, but it's like it's, it's the old Trent Reznor way where he would always end on on a downer in Nine Snails, and I was like that. 
Exactly. Very good. Well, this is the not the Trent Reznor of films, I wouldn't say. Oh, I thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I out, out of these three, this is the Trent sure. Reznor. I feel film. like I said, you know, last year it was Inside. That was a downer. <laughs> and, now <it's> <laughs> and now it's now it's another downer. I thought I've sort of started a tradition now. I was going to take over that mantle if my original <laughs> choice, but you have. You I have was trying gone. to. I was trying to like you know. I, th- I think we've all well. You two certainly have been very cliched in your. We've your played to type, haven't for, we? For, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I just couldn't find another Christmas <laughs> zombie horror, musical. So, so you didn't bother. You <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> didn't bother picking a Christmas film. I mean, to be fair, my choice is is nominally it you know it is set at christmas but it's not at all christmassy in any way fucking way more christmassy than the last one okay so my snow (laughs) (laughs) yeah a lot of snow a lot of snow um my choice is the lodge from 2019 can i add to that uh, hammer films hammer yeah the return of hammer the return the hammer co-production was that the the first like big return of hammer no they did the woman in black and they did let me in so no, okay. Um, the resident, but fucking love seeing a hammer logo pop up. I love it. Yeah, as soon as that came up, I, like, oh. I feel like yes. some fans of Hammer may have subsequently been disappointed when they saw the lodge, but because it's not sort of it's no. it's horror, but it's not horror horror. You have to forget You're right. that. You have yeah. to remember it. it's the, it's it's. You've got to remember it's that Christopher stu- Lee's dead and, <laughs> and Peter Cushion is dead. It's we can't st- all be vampires. It's a studio. It's not. Sure, uh, I know, exactly. I know. It's not a genre. Well, it, it almost was in, in, in a sense, but anyway, moving but on. Yes, moving uh, on. so The Lodge. The Lodge, directed by Veronica Franz and Severin Friala, who you may remember from an early episode uh, when we did um, Evil Children, mm-hmm. and I chose Goodnight Mommy. Yes. It, did I do that for Evil Children? It must you have did, been. Yeah. You did, yeah. Uh, and Vest now collection of the, children, the Lodge, remember. which arguably, although... I've changed my mind about it, is also an Evil Children film. It is. But I felt more the first viewing Evil Children. Second viewing, I was like, this dad's a fucking shithead. <laughs> but we'll get to that. <laughs> that, that, that's the, the one takeaway. As soon as you mentioned it's the lodge, I remember Richard Armitage, you fucking shit dad. Yeah, well, shit dad. So I shouldn't say Richard Armitage, you shit dad. He's the actor. He is called like, Richard, though. Dick, dick. dick. <laughs> There's a lot of dicks this lot Christmas. Of, so many dicks. Um, yeah, so it's... Well, do you want to do me the... I do. Do me the business? The 13th floor. So, it's a Christmas film, but it's got the other three you good don't need Cs. To keep on adding that in. <laughs> it's a Christmas film. <laughs> three other good Cs of horror. Cults, cabins, creepy dolls' houses... Yeah, all nice. very good, very um, good. And children. And children, creepy children. So, um, The four seas of horror. Two children, Aidan and Mia, are sent by their shit father to spend uh, <laughs> the week before Christmas in a lodge while he just fucks off to go to work. She's from a cult. Uh, their mother, six months before, shot herself in the face and they're massively traumatised and the whole situation is a shit show. So that that's my my first note of the film is um, Alicia Silverstone daytime wine bad time <laughs> <laughs> oh shit 
she shot herself in the head. <laughs> Stop. QED. So, had you guys seen this film before this? Yes. Being? Had, okay, yes. you've seen it. Okay. I forgot about that beginning, though. Yeah, yeah I forgot. It's a shocker. I, I, oh, at least this film's I kind of thought like, it all set out at the beginning, kind of like pretty much them going to the lodge yeah. and none of that yeah, happened. I, I, I didn't kind of like, that either. And, and led to, through, through mm. dialogue led to like mm. oh we're here like your mum killed herself yeah that's what i thought no you right see on. you say that yeah right at the beginning it was it was it was quite brutal the mother um mm. arguably is, this is alicia silverstone's best role <laughs> it's five minutes of screen time less time for her to fuck it up hush that's two hush. films she's been in when she's clueless <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, and um, <laughs> I didn't even write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Just came to you now. <laughs> it's um, similar, actually, in a way to Goodnight, Mommy, where it kind of oscillates between a bit. No, does it? Other films that I like do this. So, women and two kids. In yeah, but it's kind of. Um, plays on the idea that something supernatural could be happening mm. um in that they they uh, have they kind of gone out to this isolated cabin or lodge and ended up uh, dying and the uh, grace who is the survivor of the cult is kind of becoming increasingly unstable uh, and you do think is there something supernatural going on or are the you know are the children fucking with her and the children are fucking with her. But then it takes a terrible turn. Uh, she's, you know, they've stolen all her medication. She's m a mad woman by the end and everyone dies. See, the, the <laughs> we'll go into it a bit <laughs> soon. So I, I like, dude, I, I've had a very different rewatch experience to my first time watching it. Mm. Well, like in the first time, you don't know what's going on. No, exactly. So, so really you are like, oh, it could be. Maybe they are dead, and they're because because yeah. there's a lot of films like the others um, and the Sixth Sense, yeah. I guess, where you you're like, this is a th a trope that films do where people are dead and they don't know they're dead. Yeah. So it's very feasible that that yeah, could be yeah. what the film is about. But rewatching it is very very different, and you see a di you see the film in a different light. Because like when f the first time you see it, like you don't know what's happening. Like, are they dead? Is that a real mm. thing? Like and you don't know what's going on, and then the end is still shocking. But the end shocking regardless because it is a very shocking end. It's just it's you gone dumb <laughs> fucked up. It's <laughs> that's really a, that's what the ending is. I think it's basically about um, the uh, this stupid father. Who is so he's awful? Oh God! He, he's, he's clearly oh. he's an incredibly irresponsible father. He has been researching a cult and now has um, bedded a cult yeah, member. Yeah, he's done. You know, and a suicide. Cult I know he's, he's not her psychologist, but he's. Um, and then, so really, what it is is a film about three really like emotionally traumatized and psychologically yes, damaged yeah. people being put together in an isolated cabin. And then what could, what the, could go wrong? <laughs> and then like the terrible fallout from from that situation, basically. Yeah, that's a very good sum up of what's happening. Yeah, and it also stars Elvis's granddaughter, which you didn't realize. Yes, Riley Keough yeah, so plays this, Grace, the I, cult I, survivor. I didn't know this. Apparently, this is common knowledge. Who's very good in? Uh, well, she's she's, she's great actress. in this. I think. Yeah, she's, good, great she's really good. Yeah, I, I she, all the everyone played their parts really well. You hate Richard Armitage in it, especially. 
Uh, he's actually, I actually really like he's Richard a good, He's Armitage. a good actor. Yeah, I think he's really good. He's, he's also very good voice work in Castlevania and stuff like Great that. Great voice work. Well, <laughs> don't, don't discredit voice work. Like, you know, Mark Hamill's most of his career has been mm. phenomenal voice work as the Joker in Batman and various other things. Like, you know, stop poo-pooing. It, I'm really. not, sorry, I'm trying not to bet. She's really good if you, um, <laughs> if you catch, oh, it's on Amazon, uh, Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh uh, yeah, she's really is she good in that? that. She is, which I like to call uh, Florence and the Fleetwood Mac, <laughs> <laughs> which is essentially, which is essentially what that program is. But it's very, it's a very good six it's episode. Mick Fleetwood, isn't it? Huh? It's Mick Fleetwood. They are. It's it's a very reminiscent uh, retelling of Fleetwood Mac story. Should we do a hook? Uh, we should. Yeah. <laughs> Great button pressing. It's the right one. <laughs> um, I think this is very. Um, I'm sure you all rolled your eyes when I was like, I'm choosing The Lodge <laughs> for my Christmas film because it's uh, has all the things that I always like I'd already in films. That up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's kind of, um, I really like how unsettling it is. There's yeah. a lot of very ominous kind of empty corridors and the creepy, just creepy doll's house. There's like some sea monkeys which become inexplicably significant when they die. And, and there's just all these kind of really slow burning, um, weird kind of unsettling atmosphere bits. Yeah, it's it um, an atmospheric slow burn. Yeah. It's a really good description. And I like, I do <laughs> like, I like the uncertainty on the first watch of you don't you don't really know what's happening and there's kind of different ways to read the situation and i read that um when they made when they were doing the script of the film one of the things they were inspired by was rebecca the alfred hitchcock film oh, right. <laughs> uh, and and especially the idea in Rebecca that the um, the house mandalay is is rebecca believes the house is haunted by the ghost of the ex-wife the dead wife mm. and it's that kind of idea that the um, Heather Graham is somehow haunting the family. Heather Graham? Heather Alicia Graham. <laughs> Alicia <laughs> Silverstone. <laughs> now you're clueless. They look the same. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone, oh my God. You're mistaking your beautiful <laughs> blonde ladies. Um, is Heather Graham, is, uh, <laughs> we share a birthday together. Do you? Yeah. So, I need to watch her So I believe film. we're wed. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's how it works. Her new film's supposed to be quite good. Uh, she's still with Barbara Crampton, because I couldn't go a podcast without um, her. Can I just... Can the two I, of them are now starring together. I like, saw... Oh. I saw that at Fright Fest, was and I thought it was absolute shit. Oh no! <laughs> but some people liked it. It was, it it was <laughs> very. I don't know. Barbara Crampton's pretty good in it, but um, it was very polarizing. So it was one of those films where some people were kind of like, "Oh, I really enjoyed it," and it was this kind of really schlocky fun. What was it called? And it's called um, Suitable Flesh. Oh uh, yes, no, I've um, heard about but that. I just did not. I did not. I, I will watch it because it has Krampus in it. Yeah, <laughs> Krampus. Uh, yeah, Heather I, Graham. We, we can't. Is not we can't have an episode without mentioning Barbara Krampus. Sorry, Alicia Silverstone. Right. I called you Heather Graham. Let's anyway, sorry back. so yes, yeah, so wishes. the idea that there may be this kind of ha uh, haunting of the house and the the lodge and the, the and mm. the fact that it's the first Christmas that she's hasn't been with them. Because he's going to be the new wife. So yes, like. and this is why he's such a shit dad as well, because he's kind of like, oh, this, this this house where we always were together as a family, um, <laughs> and now your mum's dead. 
because she <laughs> so shot herself many. in the face. No, but why died, not? Like, why don't year. I bring my new girlfriend who's from a cult and she can just come in the house and then I'll just show her where the gun is. What is it with writers and horror films? <laughs> Fucking dickhead from uh, Sinister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's almost like artists are dickhead all... Dickhead from Sinister, dick from this. It's almost like artists are all cunts. <laughs> I mean, I think that the... Um, there's a lot of, obviously, the, the kind of motivation of the kids is, you know, does it hold up to scrutiny? I don't know. But I think if you yes. just if you just <laughs> see it as a film about really psychologically damaged people, I think it really works. I think the biggest problem for me with that, I, I do enjoy, I do like the film. I, I didn't necessarily think I needed to rewatch it again, but you made me. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. Yeah, I'm not sure I would have rewatched. <laughs> yeah, it. fair enough. But my biggest problem with it is the fact that there would definitely be a point if you were playing a prank on someone, there was a point in the film where you definitely would stop. But yeah, I, but no, <laughs> and they, <laughs> at some I, point they did stop, but probably yeah, they would have stopped soon. But I, I believe that the, well, the, the point with that is that the fact that because the, they're in such isolation, the point when it goes too far, they can't yeah. do anything. About and I, it. I don't think it's I don't think it's a prank. They're not like ha ha shits and giggles. It's like we we want her to become so unhinged that our father will come back and see that she's not. You know, oh, see okay. that. So okay. I don't think they're doing it for fun. I think no, they no, no. they want to drive her to the point that the relationship will be over. Basically, problem is he is such a shit dad. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. No matter what happens, he will not intervene because he is the worst dad <laughs> in film history. Can we do the pit? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not that one. The bitch. He's the worst. <laughs> it's, 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 it's Richard. Richard. I don't. I don't know. When I first saw it, I, I just remember thinking, "God, I hate these children so much." And then I watched it's, it again, and I was like, "I, I actually have a lot of sympathy for the children because they're in a horrible situation, especially the little girl, because oh. she's so devastated and she's the the um she's so scene where she's as well. crying. She's, she's so religious Cause, cause, and that's so sad because like because the like, mum was obviously the mum when the mum shoots herself. There's all this kind of religious iconography exactly, around. So that, they're that's obviously a very religious family. And, that, and that's where it becomes extra tragic because, like, your mum's not in heaven, mum's not in heaven. Oh, but that's Christ, some good... That's really good child crying, isn't it? Oh, like, that God, acting of that apart, little girl that is amazing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She does such a good Devastating. job. Devastating. She's brilliant. But, but, but that's, such a, that's such a terrifying thing. As, as a person who's very adamantly not Christian and does not like a lot of those views... Like just for for a child to then like be dealing with the trauma of like losing her mum and then to know like oh yeah by the way she's damned forever yeah yeah like, it's so it's such know. a weight to put on a child it's so fucking absolutely it's such a weight to put on anyone it's so fucking horrible but to yeah I I absolutely agree but I'm gonna pull it back to the worst <laughs> character thing because I need to because um, I actually watched it and I, it inspired me to write down the top five shittiest partners in horror movies. <laughs> oh! <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Let's I like it. I like it. Let's jump in if you've go, got anything. Yeah. At number five, I've got uh, Mika from Paranormal Activity. I don't really remember that. Film. He was a dick. I don't think he's... He carried on recording. He didn't listen to I don't to think her. he's top five. Uh, okay. Well, okay. I'm interested to hear the, the next four. Rose from Get Out. Yeah, well, sure. <laughs> well, so, I mean, she's the reason he's there. Yeah, exactly. She she's is a shitty partner. She, she is, is a shitty partner. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Richard from the lodge came in third. 
Oh, okay. Okay, wow. What's, what's next? Uh, Christian from Midsummer. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. What a cunt. <laughs> I said, I sent you a, I, fuck that guy. I, I sent you, you a text about him. Absolute <laughs> like, cunt. Absolute fuck cunt. Guy. Uh, and then I've got Guy from Rosemary's Baby. Literally, oh, yeah. <laughs> literally, I mean. literally gave up his wife to Satan. I think that's hard to argue. For his acting with. career, and all he got was the small role. <laughs> that's the worst part of it. He didn't get a starring role. He was learning to use crutches for fucking weeks. Okay, <laughs> this, is a, this is a real thing I have about Rosemary's Baby. Right? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Right. His he didn't get enough. He didn't get enough. <laughs> he can't. Stop <laughs> practicing using crutches, right? <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to use crutches? Not hard at all. I know. When I broke my ankle, exactly. it was like People use crutches, <laughs> right? Day after. Exactly. I was on it. Yeah, there you go. I misjudged how far I could go. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. You know how to use them. You put your hands on them. You don't use the leg you're not supposed to use. Yeah. And he's, for the rest of the film, trying to figure out these fucking crutches for a supporting role. So they were my top five. The supporting role. <laughs> I, add, add, add I think your Jack top, Torrance. yeah, Chad Torrance. <laughs> it's a, it's a good. I'm not. I don't. I don't think Micah from Paranormal Activity is bad enough to warrant top five. Because I'm well, it's because it's recent in my mind. I'm thinking of um, well, Long Weekend, but also Who Could Kill a Child. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah I can't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. the Poundland Donald Sutherland. <laughs> and she just was like, Can we just go home? No, we're on holiday now. Oh, no, that's a good <laughs> yeah, one. exactly. That's having a, really, that's having a good, good time. I've got to shoot a child in the face. Just but. drink some grapper. It's fine. I'm going to go murder this child in the background. <laughs> we're always thinking about our listeners. Like, go back and listen to our uh, <laughs> Evil Children episode. What a terrible thing to do as a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I, li- I, like, I like this idea of the worst partners in horror. It's quite fun. I oh, wish, definitely I long weekend. Got, I would have thought both, yeah. of he was, were, it, both of them. Yeah, actually, that. that's true. They they equally were as terrible. I wish you'd given us a heads up because I don't think. Maybe we come back. Maybe we do one week, um, just like relationship horror, where it's. <laughs> we could take a left field look at some films. Yeah, no. I'm Don't look it. at Rosemary's Baby through the prism of the occult. Look at it through the prism of shit relationships. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we didn't do it, but uh, the noose. Um, I think because we only really see two deaths, and while it is very cathartic, and, and, and one is a dog. Oh well, that's three. Oh, three. Oh, Grady, that, very sad. I wouldn't say it's best death. No, but we see um, Richard. That's when, that's when I turned against the kids. I know, but they. I don't think they meant for Grady to die. Doesn't matter. The irresponsibility, I think that was, action. But that actions. was what the sea monkeys showed was that Mia wasn't suitable to look after animals. She didn't mean to let the dog out. She just left the door open. The children did that. Anyway. They stole her pills. <laughs> Look, let's not blame <laughs> Mia for this. Are you blaming Mia? No, Mia's the daughter. Oh, which one's... Wh- Grace is the... Are you blaming Grace? <laughs> no, I'm not blaming Grace, but I'm saying I don't think Mia meant for Grady to die. I think she just left the door open because she's a small child. But if they had not stolen uh, Grace's pills, <laughs> this wouldn't have happened. I think we've just got to say Alicia Silverstone's the best death. <laughs> Yes, yeah. so very cathartic to see uh, the shit dad get shot in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, no, but, I think getting but him shot in the face. I think, 
I will have to go for Alicia Silverstone, the mother, just because it's so soon in the film and it's and just also, cunt, also the really, cult it's, all die. it's really shocking. We don't see those, but you know, I agree. It's, I, it, it's, it's genuinely like a shocking moment. Yeah, and they're I think. both very shocking in a way. Like, I do love that um, she shoots him at the end because fuck you, kids. And it really, like, this is what you've done. Yeah. Now you have to and they have your to actions. See it. And it, it's a different type of tragedy. Where, like, you have driven her to this point. This is what you fucking get. Mm. Where now you have nothing. Because now you're trapped in this place with this crazy woman that you have made crazy. And you're now, like, you know, having to... I, I think she I, was a bit crazy. She was already. a bit crazy. Well, the thing is... But she had a handle on it, and she was yeah. like, she knew what she had to do to keep herself level, and she was all right. But they drove her to a certain limit, and then that's what, the one thing I like about that death, as opposed to the Lisa Silverstone death, is that this is the amalgamation of everything you've done. You've mm. now destroyed your own future. Mm. They all have. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just human folly all yeah. around. What a shit family. <laughs> yeah, yet again, humans are the monsters. Um, I'm going to jump onto this one. Okay. What would you cut? I don't think I would cut anything. I would. What would you, okay. <laughs> what, would you, what would you cut? I think this movie could have been delivered in a good solid hour and a half. How long was it? An hour forty-five. But what would you take out? I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it needed trimming. I like the slow burn aspect of it. Yeah, but I don't think it needs that much of a slow burn. There, there are too slow burn. It could have just trimmed, like like this podcast. <laughs> things will be trimmed away. We have well, to be honest, <laughs> we thought we would be done in an hour and a half. And we, we, we've been, been here for quite we some time. I don't know why you ever thought that. Because well, because we wanted to go downstairs and chat <laughs> oh, to Stephen Haley and have oh a chat. shit, okay. No, no, but instead, we've done this. So, no, sorry, listeners, we've been enjoying this. We're not just trying to check out, I promise. I wouldn't cut anything from the podcast or the film. Actually, I, I maybe Look I will Ruth going for three points. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it was perfect. It was Christmassy. I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> it horror. So Christmassy. Um, it marks all the... What, what? You know, they put some decorations out at one point, but those get quickly moved away and put into a secret room in the attic, so... My film is the most Christmassy. Yeah, Beamer's <laughs> film is absolutely the most Christmassy. No, I don't. I I don't know. I think it's all very well for you to say it could be a bit shorter, but unless you can tell me what you're going to cut. Well, Ruth, <laughs> let me tie this into our next segment of Medicine Johnny down the Stella. Medicine Johnny with the Stella. <laughs> Overuse of the corridor scenes. <laughs> Overuse of the snow scenes. Let's go to our one serial reviews to see whether or not you think this is it. Well, tell us, Medicine Johnny. Um, you need a, re- you know, you need a refresher course in parenting when dot dot dot. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But that to me, children still the I agree, but I would not give it one star review. Well, no, you you haven't. I I, I don't see why anyone would ever give it a one star. Well, we never see because we've picked films we like. I suppose. A middle finger full of unanswered questions. (laughs) What questions? Not really. I don't know. I think they They didn't really go into it. The only thing they didn't answer is the exact fate of everyone at the end. I assume they all got shot. Why? Of course. The the only question, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, actually, there probably is. I don't well, think so. Well, they fucking um, isn't. After the question. <laughs> <laughs> I also, uh, when I was reading about it, I also read that um, 
I don't know what the original ending was, but they weren't happy and they were trying different endings. Oh. And apparently the producers of the film wanted it, they didn't want it to end on a downer, so I think... That film! I know! <laughs> so basically I think there must have been an end where you see everyone die and then the producers were like, oh no, can we not can we not end it like a bit ambiguous? <laughs> so they made, so the directors were like, fine, we'll do this version, which actually works really well, I think. Um, and then the producers were like, oh, you've done what we asked, but fuck. <laughs> we <catch> <laughs> Can we not end in a musical number where yeah. everyone comes back to life? So um, I've got one more one star review. There we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you won't believe it, but I found another overuse. Oh, no! <laughs> another worst horror film. That's what it starts with. How too, many worst horror films has he seen? Too many boring conversation <laughs> and overuse scenes. Is it literally the same person? Bored to freaking death. It's the same person. Oh. Get, I, I will find out who this is. Yes, for they, next they time. are going to become our new best friend. This film starts with the mother, Laura calling her daughter and son, Mira and Aiden, her husband, Richard, told her to finalise a divorce agreement and she kill herself scene. <laughs> I mean, yes. As turn out, this film is about stepmom of Mia and Aiden, Grace, hallucinate she attacked by demon because she fornicate with Richard. What? <laughs> no, no, that didn't happen. Sounds and fun, eventually, though. And eventually she kill Richard. Yeah, Spoiler. Yeah, eventually, an hour and a half of film and other stuff happens. And are we ready? Yeah, I want the overuse. Entire go, go, go. film full of boring conversation <laughs> and overuse scene, such as <laughs> overuse of the walking scene, <laughs> overuse of the searching thing scene, overuse of the dreaming scene, and overuse of the watching through window scene make this film unwatchable. <laughs> These are the most specific overuses yet. <laughs> I think over, right. overuse of the watching through window scene is like an absolute horror classic. <laughs> I feel terrible that Wolf of Snow so Hollow did not get one of these overuse reviews. I feel... <laughs> you got to feel bad if your film doesn't have one now. Oh I know, I that, know. For us, that's the five star. <laughs> the, it's the five... It's <laughs> Not the Beast Horror Podcast, five star <laughs> reviews. the... What are they called? Um, I need to Google it. Overuse of the searching season. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what they want. You sort of watching through the windows. So. I, I get the impression they don't want any dialogue because they've complained about that a lot. But I reckon they hate a silent film. They uh, reviewed The Artist. <laughs> <laughs> I love The Artist. Right. <laughs> so, out of three. Oh, I'll give it three. Three. Two, because it was over. <laughs> <laughs> so the winner today is The Lodge. <laughs> the Lodge, because I got disqualified. You got disqualified. Fucking bollocks. This <laughs> <laughs> is shit it's game. It's, it's your own fault. <laughs> You knew the rules. Can, uh, can I just say, we're not going to say what it is yet, but we've already decided on our January topic. I can't wait. I fucking can't wait. I'm really excited about it. They can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> they can't wait. Uh, this has been uh, Not The Bees Horror Podcast. It's Christmas. So Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Blessed you all. You can say that. There you go. Um, Beam I, is coming for you with a fucking scythe. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Justin with Ruth and Boom. Uh, good night.
Uh, thanks. Bye. And he never says a word. So good night. Fuck you all.